Black African Power Family, man, look, what's good, what's happening? A well-organized lie defeats a disorganized truth. Every time, man. Woo-hoo-wee. Man, you already know what it is, man. It's God killing the house. Coming to do what I got to do. I'm standing tall, I'm strong, man. I'm a raw squad up, man. Real black atheist scholar. Got my main man. Boy, I'm glad you back in town for a while, man. Black Panther. What's good and what's happening, man? I see you got some interesting things around your neck. The hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> hell is going on. I oh, got some explaining to do. People start running when they see that, man. What is that? <laughs> I usually tuck them in because I don't want people touching them. But um, Yeah, to put that energy. Uh, Lafayette, Mandela, Bibi, Fahudie, Peace, Power, and African Liberation. Um, great to be here. Um, Man, these are what they call Ilekes. Mm -hmm. um, it's no secret that I am an African practitioner of spirituality of the Ifa tradition. Um, and these are some of the things, some of the things of our culture, you know, some of the things we wear mm -hmm. uh, to identify certain levels of initiation. Mm -hmm. you know? uh, there are many, many initiations within the Ifa system before you either go to an Orisha or to a uh, to an Egbe or to Ifa itself to uh, start to become a Babalao. But uh, there's a lot of things that you can uh, do, little mini initiations that can put you in certain positions, just depending on, you know, you know who you are mm -hmm. and your destiny. Mm -hmm. So, you know, everybody that, well, I won't say everybody that's a practitioner, but People that have been in it for a while, you know, they have Ilekes, they have uh, Warriors, they have uh, Hand of Ifa, they have these type of things. So it's just, you know, tools and things of our culture. Mm, okay, all right. So I want to pick up when we was talking about culture and talking about colonialism mm -hmm. and how colonialism seeks to slide your culture out of your consciousness and slide theirs in. Right. That is the goal of colonialism, is, is, is to disrupt the natural flow of life in your society. It's to disrupt the natural order of things mm -hmm. and insert what they feel your order should be. Mm -hmm. So if you're a traditional uh, culture in Vudun thousands of years ago, when the uh, missionaries came with the Bibles, mm -hmm. they seek to tell you that your way of life is wrong. And them bees ain't going to save you. They ain't gonna save you. Your 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 gods ain't gonna save you. And if you want salvation, you need to get with our God. It's gonna save you. So you know, I really don't understand the arguments from from Christians. I, you know, because because they're very arrogant. I don't. They're arrogant. They're arrogant because because basically, if you advocate for Christianity over your own traditional traditions, this is what you're saying. You're saying that the white man, um, what's what's the term they used? Um, he he basically yeah, made infer. made us. He He's made us from inferiority complex. We right, talk about but that. but but you know the like, what do they it's say? Superior. His system is superior to yours. Superior to yours, but they're saying that the white man uh, uh, made us not savages, basically. Cleaned us up. You know, that's basically what you're saying because they your spiritual savages. system wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. So when they came with their spiritual system mm -hmm. and forced it on you, mm -hmm. some of us converted, but mostly by force. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that you know he came through. And gave us salvation. Shouldn't have been in it in the first place. So whether you was forced into it, you, you still. It, why is it there? 
So, so basically the argument is the white man gave you salvation or the Arab man gave you salvation or the Jewish man gave you salvation and your traditional systems were not good enough. That's basically what you're saying. So how can you in the same breath advocate for black power when you are already aligned yourself with the white man? It makes no sense if you think about it. Maybe people don't think about it that way, but that's how I think about it. It's cultural. Very. Okay. Culture teach you how to do, what to do, when to do it. Culture identifies enemies. Mm -hmm. It definitely does. Because it has a history of dealing with your enemy. Mm -hmm. And even when you didn't know about that enemy and it was introduced into your ecology, the culture starts to record the relationship between you. And that's when culture starts to defend itself. Facts. Because the little kids grow up and look at the walls of Egypt and they see Tamu. Daddy was Tamu. Daddy was Aamu. Oh, those are Asiatics, son. Enemies. The, what are nine bows? Oh, those are enemies of Kemet, son. So now from a little boy, not a kid, no, when he hear those terms. He know what they're looking for. He know that they ain't with you, man. Civilized is the word I was thinking about. So when you, when, you, when you take the position of these foreign traditions mm -hmm. over your own, mm -hmm. you're saying essentially the white man has civilized us. That is what you're saying. There's no way around that. It's deep. Because it's not your traditional system. It's, it's not something that you created. It's not created for you. It's not created in your image. It's not created in a uh, cultural paradigm that is native to you as an African. So how can you sit there and say that <coughs> this system, the system that was not yours originally, is better than your ancestors. That means your ancestors, they, and you basically saying your ancestors didn't know what they were doing and they needed the white man to save them. I like to put them on the time clock of history, right? And Homo sapiens sapiens, uh, based off of uh, DNA, uh, they kind of pushing it back to maybe 300,000 years in that range. Mm -hmm. uh, fossil record, maybe 190,000, Omo Valley, Ethiopia, right? Mm -hmm. And my question has always been this, looking at it from a scientific, uh, looking at it from scientific literacy, mm -hmm. right? And so from uh, 300,000 to about um, roughly what? Uh, What's Judaism? 500 AD, BC? Something like that. Six, yeah. No, they ain't got no written literature to around that. Damn, it ain't right until around 400. B.C., right? Hold on. Mm -hmm. So from right there, right, no monotheism, you would have to deal with Atenism, which embodied the ancestors in Aten. People don't even know about that. Read the prayer about not. That predates monotheism. Zoroasterism. The Persians give you monotheism, yeah. where they strip to the one God thing. That predate uh, 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 Judaism, Islam, and Christianity. Mm -hmm. Okay? So... And we're looking at from 300,000 to roughly five. So, so you're looking at about what? 300,000. So we're going to say 200 and what? You're looking at too 90. damn long <laughs> for you to say that we didn't know what the hell we was talking, doing for that period that? of time. That's what you're you know, saying. Right. How is that? <laughs> like, you get that? Like, how arrogant are the Muslims and the Christians and the Jews? Very. You got to be the most arrogant group of people on earth. That arrogancy translates into warfare. Mm -hmm. 
right? Mm -hmm. Translates into for your God to live, for, for our God to live, Yours your God must die. Must die. Mm -hmm. Idea permeating through monotheism. Because that's exactly what happened when they come into Africa. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But we can talk about the Ethiopian Christianity, Christianity a little bit later. Mm -hmm. But we ain't going to forget about the Syrian traders, Fomentius and Adidas that come in. Mm -hmm. All right? We ain't going to forget about the Byzantine Empire to give the Nubians Christianity. And it don't even come from Egypt. And we can talk about the people populating North Africa at the time of 250 A.D. That was Christians. And we can talk about the term Christian wasn't even into the Roman vernacular or Roman written record. You know what I'm saying? Dr. Ben talks about that in his book. Uh, what's the, the great book? The great book? The great book, uh, The African Order of the Three Monotheistic Religions. Hmm. I don't know that one. Woo-wee. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can talk about the mixed population of Christians, martyrdom. We can get to all that. But the point I want to make is how arrogant all these people to think Right, that one, the world was created based off of their literature and cultural understanding. Two, niggas didn't have cell phones, didn't have jets, no cars, and they didn't travel the globe. Hebrews did not travel the globe and ask everybody what was going on before they developed their story, bro. No. Okay, Christianity was not developed in a bubble. Right. It was influenced by Egypt. Read the book when Egypt ruled the East. Egypt, the light of the world, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what they said. Like, really? And, and when they came and attacked Egypt, you know, people ran off to West Africa, Central Africa, and Kenya, because that's what Dr. Ben tell you the craft is, in Central Africa. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's you true. feel me? So, And I heard you say it before. You say for you to truly understand the glory of Egypt, you got to understand traditional Africa. Mm -hmm. Why? Why is that statement true, Ben? Because there's a glow. There's that... There's not a globe, but the, there's a continental spirituality concept that comes out of Africa. Same thing they were doing in Egypt. Same thing they were doing in Uganda. Yeah, same thing they was doing in, 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 in the Zulu nation. Mm -hmm. Same thing they was doing in Zambia. Same thing they was doing in Togo. Same thing they was doing in Gambia. Same thing they was doing in Mali. It's not different. And they even share deities. So we have a common cultural connection. So if you want to understand Egypt from the African experience, because now, you know, you might not get the African experience just looking at the text. If you want to understand it, study West Africa. And then go back and look at the text of Egypt. And you'll start to see the parallels. You start to see, like, man, okay. Okay, Akumalu Fest, huh? Okay, they're sacrificing bulls. Wait a minute. I saw the Mastabah temples of Egypt. They sacrificed bulls there, too. Oh, wait Same a minute. Huh. That's they did they have all these altars where they're doing tributes and, 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 and things and and everything in still in Nigeria. Wait a minute. You see that on the walls of Kemet. It's not different. And people like to create this false dichotomy between the two. Oh, those are the black Africans, and these are the Africans that we like. That's basically what it is. But if you look at it from a African concept that is continental wide, you cannot create a, a differentiation between the two because they're doing the same cultural practices. In fact, let's take my name for example. Contrary to popular belief, my last name is not Nile. <laughs> I don't know what, where that came from. Maybe because I went to the Nile, I don't know. Nile! But, uh, <laughs> my name is Njai, N-J-I-E. So the spelling of my name is uh, English mm -hmm. uh, when the British 
You know, that's British. that's that's how they the spell British NJ. Uh, from the uh, the traditional way would be N J A A Y, which comes from the Sahars. I have a Sahar name. Um, Great books. So, with the <clears throat> French spelling, you get N D A I Y E. All of them say Njai. But if you look in the Nubian culture, they have my name in Nubian culture, spelled the French way. So how does that name, first of all, how does that name end up in Nubia? And then how does it end up later in Senegambia? Mm -hmm. Because when people migrate, they take their names with them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I say that to say this cultural movement was was much influenced by migration. And I, and I don't want to create the hyperdiffusion uh, model at all because there were people in Africa mm. before the people that migrated out of the Egyptians got there. Even if you look at the story of Oduduwa and Ifa, when he got to Yoruba land, there were people already there. Mm -hmm. That is in the story. So I don't want to create that model. But what I'm saying is migration helped this global, I'm sorry, continental thought of African spirituality spread throughout the continent. And guess what? It's still there, huh? Mm. We can still go there and observe these things for ourselves and get the empirical evidence. But for some reason, we're unwilling. Some of us. I don't want to say all because I know many of brothers that go there. But most of us are unwilling. Your culture is still there. Return to your culture. It's that simple. Scared because it's the devil. And, <laughs> and, 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 and we was talking about that. If you say Christianity, Everybody just look at you. Say Islam. Everybody just look at you. Say Judaism. Everybody just look at you. Say voodoo. Niggas start ducking in. Huh? That is colonization. I'm telling you, dog. Voodoo. Ifa, huh? That is colonization. In a nutshell. Hey, we're not going to talk about that in this house. You be like, <laughs> yeah, you, you have to get that react. Like, man, yeah. huh? Listen yeah. to me, bro. I know. This is, this is what we talked about earlier. And I bring it up because we talk about what colonization is. It is the, you said it is the disruption of the natural course of things in a particular culture. That Ooh. shit was banging. Because that's, that's what exactly is. what it is. That's what it, it is. It is the disruption. So Christianity represents a disruption in the natural order of things, you know what I'm saying, in West Africa, mm -hmm. in Ethiopia, contrary to belief. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just because, All parts of Africa. Just because it's old doesn't mean it's indigenous. Fact. <laughs> yes, it's a fact. Ethiopia has some of the oldest Christian churches you'll ever find. I think they got six or seven of them. Yeah, some that of them. That ain't what they originally believed in. That's what we're trying to get to. It's always a form of invasion and, and the invasion brings the colonization and, money. and shapes the mind to Three, four hundred years ago, people don't even want to mention the old stuff that they used to say. Let's it happened in Egypt when they, when, the they, when they outlawed the reading of Medunetra. Well, listen, hold on. We're going to get into the Christians doing that, right? So we, it's the money. See, see people don't Always. get it. Listen, money talk and bullshit walk. What? Religion represent culture. Mm -hmm. It represent the politics of a people, mm -hmm. right? It, it represent their folklore. It represents the it's the embodiment of their ancestors. Their morals. And, and, and their great and one of their great ancestors become the God. Go ahead. Their moral. Their morals, their ideals, and their beliefs. That is what religion is. 
So what would cause great Ethiopians to turn their backs on their great ancestors, folklore? Man, you talking money and resources would do that to a people, mm -hmm. quick. Yep. Monday, Amon Ra, Tuesday, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Not, don't have no yeah. food. Yeah. It, remember, see, people don't know what, what slavery did. And I'm glad you went there to look at the daggone slave damn dungeons, which was really churches in the cross. That's yeah. the bullshit. Mm -hmm. See, when you go there, that's why they got to go on your trip. Give me your trips real quick before I finish this piece. Give me your trip. Where you going at real quick? We're going to Egypt, Benin, Togo, and Nigeria. Some different shit. August 10th. Didn't just say uh, Egypt. And that particular trip is sold out. But we got another one in November. Baba Odun is going to Tanzania. Damn, that's my shit right going there. Going to man. Tanzania. If I get my passport, that's why I want to go Tanzania and South now, Africa. Now, a lot of people might not know. Like and, I, and I'm trying to remember the brother's name. It was a Black Panther. In the yeah, 60s, went to Tanzania, so that, that, that you know, got ran, got had to run out the country. You know, back in the day, when they came, they was coming. They came they from Asada. They came for Matulu. Yeah, coming they came. So, so this particular brother, um, he ran to Tanzania. Mm -hmm. Has created an entire village in Tanzania. Has created a village where they employ nothing but black Africans in this village, mm -hmm. and it still stands today. And the brother is still there today. And that is where we going. Mm -hmm. So I. Back to the point that I damn near almost forgot. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see if I get this brother's name. So we were talking about the embodiment of culture and what it was and what it was not. Mm -hmm. And we talked about the value of them having them daggone slave things right there, those slave dungeons. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to talk about what what the 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 the, the, the continental the 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 the, the Atlantic continental wide worldwide uh uh kidnapping trade did to us it it actually came in and disrupted the trade yeah absolutely it it it, 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 it decentralized every, everything was working well trade commerce was working well in africa mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying I ain't saying shit was perfect. We was running, everybody was fucking smiling all the time. That's I ain't well, saying that. Tribal wars. I ain't saying that. But I'm saying the trade and commerce was good. What they did, they came in and they disrupted the trade, right? And the only thing they left, only the, after they came in and decimated and, and shut down trade routes and shut down business relations and choked them out and cut them off, the only thing they left was kidnapping as a means to take care of your family. Mm -hmm. It's like the black community. They come in, right? They 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 put drugs in the black community, right? And then arrest you. For arrest you, lock you up, take mothers and parents <laughs> out the household. Mm -hmm. The youngest start raising the the, the the older generation gets strung out on the drugs. Mm -hmm. The younger generation is selling drugs. You you know we I had that dynamic coming up where you know I'm dealing with dudes and they 15 and you know I was selling drugs to their mothers and them and I was hitting them with the package. You know what I'm saying? And they was raising the household. They was in charge of the household. That's a weird, crazy dynamic. And you create a vicious cycle. A vacuum. Uh, no, they, yeah. Niggas wasn't going to school because they was making money. Well, I might as well fuck with yo. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and get, you know, I'm making 500 a day. I'm making 1,000 a day. Why go to school? Luckily, 
I was the type of you to say, yo, well, read this business book right here, and which is kind of sick, because you just it's just crazy. But I had enough sense to know, look, man, let's do, let's kind So people I dealt with, I would always push the young brothers and sisters into owning their own businesses and taking care of their money and doing, but which is crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's why I do the work I do now. I'm trying to get back. But the point, the point I'm making here, the analogy I'm making here is that the trade was choked out. And so going to school, you know, uh, starting your own business, having a job, stuff like that, that got choked out with a real, the only commerce to really make money, you was either going to be an athlete or you was going to hustle. Choked it out. Go back to Africa. They choked it out. So the only thing left to do was the trade in human trafficking. Absolutely. A lot of, a lot of people that were, um, I guess the term would be overseers or, or slave catchers, were only became slave catchers to prevent themselves from becoming enslaved. And to have some money to feed their family. Like they cut off. See, see, we don't think about that. Right. They cut off all the natural trade, dude. I'm telling you, man. They... They literally choked out the trade. Right. And the only trade that was left at the end of the day was the trading of, of human, human beings, beings man. Mm -hmm. Like you couldn't just go take the ivory because they was choking out the trade routes. Mm -hmm. it, it, people don't realize that, how it right. decimated. And it was decimated because it was it, it, it ended up being the global economy. So everybody asphyxiated, Everybody's not asphyxiated, they all triangulated on this area. Boom! To give money to the rest of the world. Dude, you don't think that's going to decimate you? What about when Tariq Nasheed had the crazy crazy white guy on his thing? Did you watch that yet? I ain't watched it yet. And he was saying, well, ain't, ain't, really, ain't really racism, all that crazy. Richard Spencer? I don't know this dude's name. I ain't even watched it yet. Mm. But well, I would like to say this to the people, right? That the decimation that occurred, that forced brothers and sisters, they never sold their own people though. Let's get that straight. Y'all act like we had a, uh, what they wanna call it? One homogenous culture in Africa. No, you got different nations, different tribes, different groups of people. They wasn't taking their own people, they was taking prisoners of wars and they were selling them off later it on. It would definitely give them, Africans slick, yo. They try to give them the people, the new people in the town first. That was running. <laughs> from, the, from the other time. From the other then, time. Then, then he come back and say, okay, I need 150 more people. He try to give them the blind, the crippled, the crazy, the whip yeah, that can't work. That. Yeah, but give you know, them but, the but, but, did but, that. But, but sooner or later, you know, the white man like, look, man, you gonna, you gonna give me something. You see that cannon behind me? <laughs> I'm not playing with you. You gonna, But the brother, uh, I just thought of his name, in Tanzania is uh, Pete O'Neill. Uh -huh. And he got arrested for... Uh, Trafficking a gun across state lines <laughs> in, in 1960. Mm -hmm. and so they broke him out of jail. Mm -hmm. He went to Algeria. Mm -hmm. Then from Algeria, he went to Tanzania, and that's mm -hmm. when he built uh, the community in Tanzania. Okay. So that's where we're going. Right, so so don't ever, I don't want to hear people say that African spirituality ain't revolutionaries. I don't want to hear that. Because we're going to see the most revolutionary stuff you can see. <laughs> you know, we're going to see a real live warrior. And that 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 you know uh, made it his own way. Mm -hmm. So so not not to lose the point, we 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 talking about how uh, we kidnap victims, right? Absolutely. People always say, well, the Africans was you know they sold slaves, but wait a minute, not at first. First of all, no one knew. You know, Europeans are slick. Yeah, Remember, they come in. They don't come in guns a blazing. 
They sent in what you talk about first. They missionaries. Missionaries, in. missionaries. Missionaries, and that objective was to Christianize Africa. Traders. Traders first. Mm -hmm. Traders come in. They build trading posts. Mm -hmm. The missionaries come in the trading posts, mm -hmm. right? We got to protect the missionaries. The trading post turns into a garrison. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look at the steps right here. Right? So if you get softened up with Christianity, right, if that don't work, you know what I'm saying, we're going to bring in guns a-blazing. Right. So you talked about the cannons. So they will blow up a village. Imagine being in an environment you've never seen a cannon before. And if you go to uh, Gory Island in Senegal, you'll see these two huge cannons at the highest point of the island, which means that the French were practicing a form of artillery. What it is artillery. Way back in that day. It is artillery, yo. So, so it's not even, <laughs> you know. That's artillery on them ships. Right, right, right. But you know, it's not, you know, when artillery, the term comes into uh, play, you know, we got it's much later. But at this you point, sure? this is artillery. Wait they a minute, why is it called artillery? I don't think it's the continental ships. Them cannons, boom. So you in <laughs> Africa chilling, eating a mango with your wife. Something go boom. You be like, oh, what the hell is that? What is that? What is, yo, that's like and a. And it's still there. It's a UNESCO site as okay. well. Uh, two big, huge French cans. I actually got a picture uh, of me beside these cans. And if you would see these, but you got to think about this is on an island. This is off of the main place of Senegal. So that means they were hitting long range back yeah. in the day, <laughs> scaring the hell out of people. Oh, Jesus is bringing fire from the heavens. I mean, dude, I'm saying, listen, man, trickery, mm -hmm. foolery, mm -hmm. craziness, and, and read the book, How Europe Undeveloped Africa by Walter Rodney. Walter he was Rodney. in a UNESCO conference with Theophile Banger, mm -hmm. and she got into Diops. He's on that list. Mm -hmm. And so you got to read Chancellor Williams' book, Destruction of the Black Civilization, got to. because he talks about how they, how, how, they kept, how they kept pushing us out, mm -hmm. right? How, how, remember how we always talk about, well, Greece couldn't have had all the shit they thought they had and made up for themselves because they was constantly fighting with themselves and fighting the damn Persians. You do not develop these things in war. Mm -hmm. And so they kept us in a state of war. Remember, you got the Hiscos come in Egypt, right. push them out, right? They control the Delta and trade routes. You mm -hmm. don't talk about that, right? After the Hiscos, you have the who? You got the Assyrians come in, mm -hmm. right? Okay? They disrupt trade. You got the Nubians, Pianchi and them, they defeat the Assyrians for a minute. The Assyrians come back and get them. Okay? Then you got the Persians come in. Right? Then after the Persians come in, they disrupt trade and take trade, fighting over trade and commerce. That's why they keep going for the money. Right? Then after that, you got the Greeks defeat the Persians and the Peloponnesian Wars. They defeat them. Okay, when they, when they say they put together their democracy now, when they all together, right? Then you get who? You get the Romans come in. All right, the Romans come in, you know, the, the, the weird part about the, 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 the Greeks and the Romans, they want to be like Egyptians, the Ptolemies, you know what I'm saying, the Coptic Christians, we talk about all that, right? So the Romans, and after the Romans come in, then about 640, you get who? You get the Muslims come in. Like and I'm saying this is because this whole time, right, they're underdeveloping traditional Africa. You ain't got time to build your technology. You're not getting that. They almost lock you back into the Stone Age, you know, bro. And, and an interesting point, when you talk about underdeveloping, Af underdeveloping Africa, a big feather in underdeveloping Africa is gentrifying Africans out of African culture. 
Facts. out of African countries. Facts. So when you go to Algeria, mm -hmm. Egypt, uh, uh, Morocco, all these places in North Africa, you go here and you like, where are the Africans? <laughs> I thought I was in Africa. Where are they? Where, all I see is Arabs around here. I thought we was in Africa. You told me you was taking me to Africa. And you go there, and there's no doggone Africans. Because these, these, the Arabs, during their slave trade, which people don't like to talk about, were so savage. That's before I mean, the slave, the, the, I mean, the European Yeah, that's before trade. the transatlantic slave trade. It's so now, slave trade, I'm talking about when, when they would, because one thing that's common in supremacy, whether it be Arab supremacy or white supremacy, they have no problem having sex with our women. That's what they do. That you know, that's part and of no the problem. The sperm no is part problem. of the weapon. But the but the, the difference, the difference with the Arabs was, they would kill the black woman if she got pregnant and kill the child. Mm. They would castrate the males. Unix. So this is how you can't even produce Unix. in your own countries. So thousands of years later, you get to Algeria and Morocco and Egypt, and there's nobody there look like you. That's how. <laughs> So they were, they, were even, they were even more savage than, than the European counterparts. A lot of people don't look at this period in history, but the Arab slave trade was 10 times worse. First of all, it was longer. We were talking about around 13, almost 1,400 years. And they were just savages, killing your people. They were not concerned with keeping the level of population up for a uh, for an industrial purpose. That's why they I, wanted to kill that's why and the, take over. That's why the more shit is so dumb. See, 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 why didn't the Moors, watch this, why didn't the Moors go to West Africa, you know what I'm saying, and build that shit up right? They go there and, and ravage, ravage West, Africa. West Africa. Let's get all that shit straight, man. So I don't want to hear all that shit. And, and watch this, though, Ben. Watch this. When you deal with the Moors, you got to deal, deal with the Tawny Moors, the Black Moors, different the Moors. types, Different types of Moors. You got to look at the time period. I always tell everybody, man, and I ain't got a more to respond yet. Follow the money, and you will know who was in charge of that thing. Was it the sub-Saharan African in charge? We got Colin Powell. Colin Powell goes to Iraq. <laughs> he is the general of one of the largest armies in the world. Is he not? He's an African-American. Is he not? But this nigga don't run nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you was Bush boy. Right. You was a Can Bush we, boy. So who, who controlled that army going to Iraq, bro? George W. Bush. So I don't want to hear about Tariq, the general that went to Spain. Cut it out. Follow the money. Because he a Berber anyway. We can play the Berber card. We can play that. Right? But we're going to say, are oh, you African, though? But the finances... Always follow the finances came from Iraq. What is Iraq doing this time period? Iraq is the capital of the Arab Empire. This right? is the House of Wisdom, right? The House of Wisdom. They built the House of Wisdom there, right? And and when they and, and they get this, the House of Wisdom is, is critical. And what I'm saying is the crucible is the coming together of a lot of things. Uh, uh, translating Greek, mm -hmm. Persian text, uh, Egyptian text. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and this, this is their golden age. Wisdom. And this is when they reached their wisdom age. Watch this. The Quran didn't make them uh, reach their golden age. No. 
Science did. Science did. <laughs> <laughs> and then they so, turned their back did. on science. Then they turned their back religion. on religion. And they ain't never had a golden age since. <laughs> they subjected to the Europeans right now based off that crazy decision to get rid of African science. Go figure that shit out. But, but why you bring up Iraq, uh, I want people to go research this. One of the largest African slave revolts in history Zanzibar, is, in, is right? in Basra. Is that the Zanzibar? Basra, Basra, Iraq. Absolutely. So I want people to understand that. Uh, when we talk about the Arab slave trade, go research Basra, Iraq. In fact, niggas uh, walked them across the Sahara, dude. Yeah. That's deep. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You talking about the tears of the dumb people trying to act like the Native Americans is African. The, the road of tears. What's it called? The tear, the, the road of tears. Something. Oh, the trail of tears. In America, right? Yeah. But that is that is when they took their African slaves with them. <laughs> I mean. It's a complicated history, and I understand when they look at certain depictions, you may see dark people and, and assume that those people are Africans, but that's not so. You know, when you when you when you look at the Trail of Tears, you had certain Native American tribes that enslaved African peoples. You had the uh, the Choctaw, you had the uh, the Cherokee. Uh, there, there's some more. Um, there's some more as well. But when the Trail of Tears happened, they took their African slaves with them oh, during man. the Trail of Tears. And now, if you look recently. <laughs> Tribes like the Cherokee have kicked out some of those people that are the descendants of those slaves out of their Native American tribes because they say, you're not a Cherokee. Yeah, that DNA. But I've been here with you guys since the 17, 1800. We don't care. You're not a Native Cherokee. Get out. You don't get no more dead offense. And then, go. and we yeah, talked about this. Now. But we talked about this on the show with Rick they're Kittles. Killing them so with those type of people that were getting kicked out employed Rick Kittles, right? Mm -hmm. So say, hey, prove that, that we Cherokee Look so we can get our benefits. Mm -hmm. And when the great Rick Kittles <laughs> did the DNA test, guess what? <clears throat> your two, your 0.2% ain't going to get you no benefits. You and no they benefits. was mad. They was mad at Rick. So don't no play yourself, DNA. man. Don't play yourself. So we back at the Sahara where they walked you across the Sahara to the salt Peter mines in Iraq to mine salt. Salt was more precious than gold. Mm-hmm. I did the Arabs, man, did the Arabs design the system of how far the chains need to be between the legs. Mm -hmm. They developed the chains itself. Mm -hmm. They used all these mechanisms. And when they did that chains, they used the wood. The You've probably joint. seen the, the, the depictions of the wood and the and the two branches go up under the neck like this and they tie so you can get two people, one in the front and one in the back. And you can walk them like this. How all uncomfortable is it? It's like some sisters with the heavy weaves. Where you head down. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going there with you. <laughs> Not going there with you. Now I'm going to get you. <laughs> it wasn't me now. Well, I'm, gonna I'm get getting me. out. <laughs> now I don't be wearing no weaves. Yeah, she going to get you. You oh, talking about them sisters. I'm just joking, man. I'm just joking. I'm joking. But the point I want to make is, yo, how uncomfortable is that? Mm -hmm. Do you know how far that walk is? Mm -hmm. So we got this going on, right? They don't we, care. We got, watch this. We got the, the you want to play the Christianity thing. The, the Christianity is the piece that is inserted into the void caused by colonialism. Mm -hmm. Right? They, they, they disrupt the flow of real culture that you talked about. They implement Christianity, which is cultural, don't don't get it twisted. It is cultural. Yeah. Okay. They implant that in that. The same with Islam. It is cultural. Sharia cultural law. Everything. Cultural they, they, byproduct. Your shit is deemed the devil. Mm -hmm. An atheist. 
And That's that what is, they do. And Islam and Judaism and Christianity is your salvation. Yeah, because they got the right God. Right. You know, I know y'all was around 300,000 years, right? 290,000, you was practicing the wrong thing. Right, That's you had the I'm wrong talking. shit for that long. Now we got the, the good shit. We got the real shit. We got the real dope. <laughs> so I'm talking to a Christian. She was like, well, there's only one God. That God is Jesus Christ. I say, well, damn. I say, okay, but sis, Jesus gave us the wrong God. All Jesus had to do was say, I am Jesus. Come out the sky. We were like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jesus could have told us who Jesus was at 300,000 BCE. <laughs> What's the joke, Jesus? Why did Jesus joke? Jesus could have told us. <laughs> Why did he wait 300,000 years later to tell us, you know what I'm saying, in the Bible with some people, you know what I'm saying, coming and murders and killing us? You know what I realized? I realized that God ain't mad at me. God is smart. God is the smartest thing ever made. God is smarter than everybody. God is very intelligent. And he looking at the real black agent saying, damn, you got some sense. He know that they lied to us. He know that there wasn't our spiritual systems prior to his own. He know he was here because he made all of us. He looking at y'all religious niggas saying, y'all dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you went for that. Do you not know what those bees mean? Do you not know you had a culture prior to 500 BCE? Like we got Google now, we got books, we got, dude, if you're so still a no Christian, excuse. hey man, look, I'm just gonna keep it real, man. If you're still a Muslim Christian and all that, yo, you tripping. You're culturally void of who you really want to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't mess with my religion. Whatever, man. I'm tired of it. The metaphysical community, bunch of garbage. All that's garbage. It's garbage. It ain't got nothing to do with our commerce. You know what I'm saying? It don't got nothing to do with our, who we really are as a people. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with that. It does not change our dynamic on the world stage. Mm -hmm. It does not. Now, I'm not trying to change your religion. I'm simply saying... Practice your religion, but don't make it African centered. Don't act like it's African centered just because African people practice that. That's all I'm saying. Now, Keep it real. Keep it above. When you talk about the underdevelopment of Africa, you know, you, you talk about how the world was eating off of the slave trade. All the European powers were eating off the they slave trade. They still are. Now, guess what? They, they, they stopped the slave trade act, though, right? But then. The Berlin Conference come around and they cut up Africa again <laughs> and say, "You take this piece, and you take this piece, and you take this piece, and you take this piece." They and don't you take stop. This. They won't stop. And then, and you know, you have people that say racism, white supremacy doesn't exist in this time and space. And then we find out about Libya. <laughs> and then you find out all the guy people that get kidnapped and taken to Saudi Arabia. The game has never changed. It's, it, name, it just bro. morphs into something else, and 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 it just keeps, got sophisticated. Yeah, and it, and it keeps the same agenda. Wait a minute, when the United States government admits that racism, white supremacy is still around and kicking, what more do you need? They definitely do. They definitely when do. when hold Even, on, did you see Michelle Obama uh, when she, she was talking about when she goes to these congressional meetings? She said, "You walk into congressional meetings, and all the white men are on one side." And everybody else is on the other. <laughs> they don't even want to sit with you. And we ain't talking about Democrats and Republicans. We talking about men on this, white men on this side, and everybody else on the other side. 
But you want to convince me that racism has died and that I'm tripping. You know you're in trouble when Donald Trump say, you didn't try everything else. You might as well try this. <laughs> what does he, he mean by that statement? What did he mean by that statement? Oh, no. He, he's, he's basically saying, he's basically saying, all the rest of that ain't work, but you got to lose. <laughs> he said, but you got to lose. Yeah, he did say he that. He said that. And, I, Donald, and my, and my reply is, we, it can always be worse, and you are it. <laughs> no thank you, uh, Mr. President. No thank you. <laughs> well, listen, man, listen. I, 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 I just fight for my right to get my people scientific literacy. Mm -hmm. I just fight for my right as I am the embodiment of our ancestors, as you two are the embodiment of your ancestors. That's why you wear what you wear. That's why you do what you do, because you are the embodiment. You, you are genetically all the ancestors that came from you. The mm -hmm. African systems got it right mm -hmm. in that regard, right? Being that spokesman for your ancestors, my ancestors, right? I know I created real black atheism to get people back to that. That's why I did that, to get people back to that, to have enough heart to stand up and say, you know what I'm saying? I'm anti that foolery. I want to go back home. You've never seen me look to Africa and talk about that. Because I don't have to. That's my culture, bro. And I know I understand they got mythology. I understand they got science. I understand they got technology. I understand they've been undeveloped. I understand they got culture. And I understand as a spokesperson for my ancestors, right, that I know we can continue to learn. We do not have to use everything that our ancestors had. We can add to the piece. As a functioning living organism, we all got the right to add to our African culture. We have that right. That's why I fight what I fight. So I don't try to be mean. I like having fun. You know what I mean? I don't want to mess with your God because I can't, I can't prove God is real or if God is not. I simply stand in the middle and look to Africa for my inspiration. I look to Africa for my definition of what God is and what God is not. I've trained myself not to be in fear of monotheism. That's why I practice joke. That's why I'm not saying voodoo. I'm not scared. I understand that. I've been in ceremonies. I get it. You know, you take the dirt from Ghanaian River where the slaves was taken to and put it across your forehead. You know what I'm saying? And do the sacrifice. Oh, man, y'all be sacrificing. Yeah, nigga, the Bible be sacrificed. Right in the book of uh, Exodus, Moses, Moses and the boys, right? Look it up. Type in bull and basin, right? He takes a basin. He, he cuts the bull, fills the basin up with blood. He goes, he sprinkled the people with blood. Moses, dude. Christians get scared. Let's, let's, they say we're going to kill Jesus, fake, fake kill Jesus. What is Jesus? <laughs> the sacrifice. With it on the altar. The, 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 the crop, like, stop it. They get all this from traditional Africa. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody got to calm down, pump their brakes, man. Y'all got pump your but, but, I, but I think we're living in a great time because there's uh, the brother from Amistad, uh, mm -hmm. uh, I think his name is Hansu, he is producing a film about voodoo. Now, what I did know about him is that he was born in Benin, mm -hmm. and, his name, and his name means born in a voodoo shrine. Mm -hmm. Did not know that at mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. So he's producing a film about mm -hmm. his homeland in voodoo. Mm -hmm. And then we got another brother producing a film about uh, the Yoruba people 
post transatlantic slave trade. Mm-hmm. So we 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 in a great time, and it's a great chance for you to get back into your traditions. People are producing films. People are writing new, writing new books. People are doing presentations. People are going uh, back to Africa to get initiated. There's a PBS uh, uh, documentary on two sisters that went back to get initiated. Mm-hmm. So we're living in a great time, and it's coming slowly but surely. But if you want to get into your African traditions, this is a great time to do it. I'm always accessible. You know, you can always contact me. Um, Oyotunji Village, my family, you can always contact them in South Carolina. So, you know, there are opportunities out there. We're just asking that you explore them. Beautiful village, too, man. I met Beautiful that king. village. I met that king down there. I didn't even yeah, know that. Yeah, Eddie Fumi. The, uh, I didn't know that. Eddie they Fumi heard me the speak one time. I, You know, I was, like, inspired. Yeah, he put you reason. on his Instagram. Yeah, that shit kind of inspired me. No, they was. I mean, they just look kind of royal. You know what I'm saying? Know. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? And, yeah. and I know we had a lot of church people out there, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just was inspired, man. I just, mm-hmm. you know, just the, the energy from the people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just the way they was just like, what this guy got to say? How in the hell is he an atheist? And I just explained to him. You know what I'm saying? He put you right on his Instagram because that's how I saw it. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm talking to him about you that. now. That's crazy, man. I like, man, I got to go down there. We're going to go down there. Next time you home. Yeah. We're going to take a trip down there oh, yeah, and I'll support them, man. Absolutely. You, you know, I think we had a real good conversation uh, just now. Um, uh, I think the theme of it was uh, how colonialism, whether it be through Islam, Judaism, or Christianity, actually, uh, like you said, bro, and I like this. This is deep, man. You need to put this on the Instagram, it's, man. It's here to it's, disrupt. It stops, it disrupts the natural flow of the damn community and the nation, man. That's what these monotheistic religions That's do. That's the goal. That's the goal. But be not fooled. Well, well, it's it's a culture. You're taken away and, and, and approved to you, right? Get the uh, CIA fact book, mm-hmm. right? And you know we talked about this earlier. Watch this. Mm-hmm. Look at everybody said they got the independence, right? Go to the section when it talks about their language. Mm-hmm. The national language is always a colonized language. To this day to in this Africa. Day. Why is that? I mean, you never got your freedom because you carry on the custom and wisdom and traditions of those people. Are uh, they Catholics? They they all these things, and the little percentages yo they be like uh, they traditional African stuff. Now I will say one thing about those foreign languages. I don't know why they're the the official languages. Yeah, see that. But I know why they kept them around because because if you're from northern Uganda. And I'm from southern Uganda. When we speak our indigenous languages, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so they had to keep these French and English and Portuguese. All and all. So when they communicate with each other, they speak that because they may not be able to understand mm-hmm. another dialect from another region of Africa. And I had to learn that when I went there because I thought the same way. I was like, man, why? Why are we still speaking French in Senegal? Why are we still speaking English in Gambia? Why? And then... Saw Fulani brother in Senegal, and ain't no, he speak Wolof to him? He don't know what that is. Mm. He speaks Fulani, mm. so he had to speak. My, my niece had to speak French to him. Mm. So when she spoke French to him, he understood, and they mm. could communicate. And I said, "Oh." Then I talked to some Ugandans when I was working in Iraq, and the Ugandans told me the same thing. I said, "This is why they kept around this stuff." Yeah, but they understand. But Gene had to make it your official, official language, man. And then nah. we, and then they had to put their ass up in there. We had figured out a language for us to speak globally. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make a language, right? We don't need y'all because we invented language. Yeah. 
So, you know, man, I want to close this out, man, because anything over, damn, we 40, oh, man, y'all might ain't listen to those things. We had to break this shit up right here. You know what I mean? Attention spans, man. You know, thank y'all for, for coming in to my world. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Brother Black Panther world, man. Um, this is the home of the I'm Raw Squad, man. The Black Dark Cultural Lots Center. Lots of warrior clan. Spears is flying. And the pseudos are crying. They still crying. And remember, if you still in your mother basement, teaching, <laughs> don't say nothing to me. <laughs> black African power, man. Real black Asian scholar, man. <laughs>